Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, Diddle D. Doug. Hey, Dougarino. <laughs> I was just thinking to myself, like, how long am I going to play this game of really trying to come up with a different way of saying hello? <laughs> At the beginning of every episode, like I got to give it up at some point, right? It just gets to be. I might as well just start with, you know, something I want to talk about. Just be like, hey, Doug, and then get right into it. A lot of ways to say hi, though. So, you know. Yeah, but how many episodes have we done now? I I try (laughs) to say something different every time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there's got to be a few like repeaters in there, you think, right? Somewhere. I don't know, though. I feel like it's been pretty steady with improv and newness. (laughs) Uh, All right. So um, today we have as our guest, this one is uh, our guest is phoning it in literally from Florida, Fort Lauderdale region, I believe. She's participated in my podcast there and stand-up shows and in uh, Miami and Tampa. And her name is always, I always panic that I'm saying it wrong. Because, (laughs) you know, I've had situations where I I host my own shows, you know, so I have to introduce people a lot. So there's a few names out there that haunt me and because I don't want to screw it up. But I'm gonna say it now, and then we'll see what happens once we get once we uh, start talking to her. Her name is Lisa Correo. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Have you ever met her? I don't think so, but right. You know, I love that you never, big world. I love that you're always unsure. <laughs> I'm sure if you were, you know, calling comedians that you knew, it would be the same thing with me. I'd be like, I, I guess, yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> Um, but well, she's uh, gonna be like, We're best friends, and I'm like, Damn it, yeah. Well, then you're gonna, we're gonna have to kick you out of the house because that's like, uh, you know, that's like reality TV behavior. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, let's go to work. I don't know why, but it, the song felt longer today than normal. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Lisa. Hello. You wait. <laughs> so you warned me that you were like, we're going to play this loud, obnoxious music. It wasn't loud or obnoxious. It was fine and great. 
I just warn people more in terms of if, if you don't have the, you know, if you're not aware that it's going to come in hot. That it would be uh, shocking. You know, yeah, I braced. Yeah. And it would be too much. <laughs> you know, like if, if you had the volume up, I, I don't, you know, I don't know how high you got the volume up. But, I was waiting uh, to be blown away here and I was kind of let down. Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, uh, that's what I like to do is raise expectations constantly and always be a letdown. And <laughs> we discussed this pre, I discussed it with Doug earlier in the cold open. And then we discussed, I discussed it with you and I was definitely going to say your name wrong, but then you cut me off because of the uh, discussion about the theme song. And so I'm going to attempt to do it right now correctly. Okay. And that is Carreo. You know, it, it's close enough. <laughs> yeah, I would like if you said it that way, I would just be like, that's a great accent. But I think I'm saying my own name with an accent, but I say Correo. So it's basically Do you ever, are you thing. ever tempted to roll the R's? Okay, so <laughs> that's it, the make thing. Make it really difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be said with rolled R's. So my Italian cousins in Italy where this name came from, they say Corral. And they're like, why do you say Correo? And I I think that when my grandparents came over, they realized not a lot of people could roll their R's, at least not the people, you know, sort of signing them in, whoever those people are signing you into the country <laughs> at that time. And they're like, yeah. say just say Correo. Like, it was probably however they said it. And they're like, yeah, go with that. <laughs> No, they were, had a bunch of like real tight asses running those things, probably. And, yeah. uh, you know, just had to make it easier for them, like so that they don't, uh, you know, lash yeah. out or, or refuse entry. Um, sure. I'm sure it wasn't like people trying to pronounce names, you know, like like you do in your home country. You know, can you imagine them being that progressive ever? I'm sure they maybe they were <laughs> progressive for that time. Just the fact that they were like, hey, let's get you all set up here. Yeah, you know? maybe, maybe they, maybe there was were the nice people in, uh, you know, law enforcement or whatever. Is the uh, <laughs> right. Im immigration people might have been welcoming? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, it does feel like you know, time and time again, you hear stories of how difficult it is. Um, but speaking of immigration, uh, you live in Florida, which I is, do. which is, uh, you know. They 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 have strong opinions down there about uh, such matters. Yeah, um, they have strong opinions about all matters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say and they I, like know. I also don't live here, but yeah, a lot of people in Florida have. I it dawned on me the other day, and I've lived here my whole life, but it dawned on me the other day that of course Florida is flat. But I made the connection that we also have a lot of flat earthers. And I wonder if that's any if that's connected in any way. <laughs> oh I think God. so. I don't you know, you don't hear a lot about like mountain men talking about flat earth, you know, like right. I think they get it. I think. They... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you never know. Uh, it's uh, it's such an interesting place because I love it. I love Florida because, uh, you know, I'm a real really into the weather i like that it's you know warm and mm -hmm. you know and uh and then also it has you know because of the warmth much like southern california it's a it's a amusement parks that i uh, adore yeah. but get to spend less time at because i'm yeah. not you know in florida that much it's a whole it's a whole thing but i'm trying to come back there 
soon, but my, we got lots of questions about your name today, but I, I just have some, you know, questions prior to that, that I'd like to ask if you don't mind. And Oh, yes. really quickly, let me introduce into the conversation. Uh, oh, we already talked to Doug, didn't we? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I forget. Uh, I forget which podcast I'm on. I just take There's over. There's so many Dougs. <laughs> it's really confusing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why, you know, we like to, we like to think that we're one of the easiest shows to come on because all you have to do is anytime either one of us speaks, you, you could just say that's right, Doug or no Doug. And then, so uh, the whole conversation is just about your own name, which uh, I, our guests, it turns out, have uh, a lot of opinions about. But before I get to that, because I'm fascinated by uh, Florida in general, um, living in Florida, how often do you, Lisa Correo, go to Disney World? Ooh, that's a great question. Not as much as I want to go, but I've been a bazillion times, Doug and Doug. I Listen, <laughs> I'm a big fan of theme parks, too. I do not poo-poo them. I don't refer to myself as a Disney adult. However, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan. Uh -huh. But I like all theme parks. You know, uh, you give me a like a crappy side of the road theme park. I am so into it. But yes, Disney, I, I go often. I just you know, want to know something. I just went to Paris for the first time. And I went to Disneyland in Paris. And I didn't want to tell people about it because people were like, would you, would you take precious days from your Paris trip to go to Disneyland. So I kind of like didn't mention it to too many people. And, so now you're going to talk know, about it on a podcast. I didn't want to get shamed, but I, but that was pre-trip. And then I got to tell you, I loved it. I went in with low expectations because I was kind of like, why am I doing this? Right? Like, what are we doing? And I went with my daughter and we had a blast. But the thing I love the most about it was, well, there's a lot of things, right? But the but the thing that I love the most was that I felt like a kid again because it was like being at Disney for the first time because everything was like a little different. Uh, yeah, oh, it felt so cigarettes. great. It's all a yeah. little bit off and and probably yeah, weird to smoking. be. There's so much yeah. of Disneyland that's got uh, already got European design, you know, like Fantasyland. So then you're actually in Europe in this European. Uh. It's crazy. I loved it. I wanted to spend more time there, but I was like, I got to go see real Paris now. And I'm going to share something real quick, Doug and Doug, that I loved. Okay. Star Tours. They have a Star Tours there. It's just oh. like the Florida one, except for a minor difference is that apparently French people are super afraid of Darth Vader, which you're supposed to be afraid of Darth Vader, but no one ever is. <laughs> I mean, Darth Vader came on the screen. screen and they were... Just it was blood curdling screams. It was so enjoyable. <laughs> it was just amazing. That is uh, hilarious. They oh, take their they it. take their villains and monsters so seriously in some places. As you should. <laughs> I uh, it just it was beautiful. There were people that I used to, you know, did for a brief time, I was a tour guide at Universal Studios uh, in Hollywood, and um, the the part where you go through in the big animatronic, you know, now it's a 3D King Kong, but they used to be like a big animatronic that would, uh. you know, shake the bridge that the tram is driving across inside of a soundstage. Mm -hmm. And um, 
I mean, it's already a giveaway that it's fake when they go, okay, we're going into a soundstage where there's a, a ape on the loose. And then you pull in and it's like, <laughs> you're supposed to be outside on a bridge. But anyway, um, <laughs> the um, uh, people, the tourists from other countries, uh, you know, maybe a, an occasional, you know, country bumpkin or something. But for the most part, the tourists from other countries would lose their shit uh, wow. trying to like, like they'd, they'd squirm in their seats trying to get as far away from the animatronic ape as they could. Like they really, really <laughs> thought they really were trying. If there was room to get up and run, they would. Wow. They're you know, yes. stuck in a tram with nowhere to run. Uh, um, it makes it so wild. much more enjoyable. And I sit there and watch it just in la sitting there laughing. You know, it's crazy. Um, oh, I love it. Because, <laughs> you know, our the job of the tour guys is to try to ramp, you know, get everybody all pumped up and, you know, act like everything is real, you know? So it's like, yeah. then, then these people are convinced they really should be scared and feel terrible about it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but speaking of scary attractions, this is uh, a sidebar I did not intend to go on today, but I just got back from a film festival in Austin, Texas called Fantastic Fest, where they showed a documentary about uh back in the uh 1990s uh ish um there was an amusement park in massachusetts out in the woods at a farm that these that this genius bought and turned into a, first it was a haunted hayride and then mm. it became and then it eventually became spooky world which was a like a combination of ride you know carnival rides and stuff and uh you know, uh, monsters coming out at you and stuff. It was basically like creating the, you know, the haunted houses and the uh, not scary farm type things that we know today. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. Started at this one place. So there's a whole documentary about it and how popular it was in the, in the Northeast. But like, you know, the rest of the country barely even, I, I don't remember anything about it personally. Um, but it's a fun documentary. It's called Spooktacular. Mmm, spectacular. So check that out if you get a chance. So I want a number, Lisa. How many days a year are you at Disney World? Because you said not <laughs> enough. You said not enough, but you also don't call yourself a Disney adult. Yeah, I don't currently have an annual pass. Um, but years prior, I I would get a, a Florida resident pass, like their cheapest one, where it's it has a lot of blackout dates, and you can all. It's only good for like Monday through Friday and like not during the summer or like other busy times. So it basically any time that kids are in school, this pass would be good for. And I currently don't have that pass. So I, I haven't been to Disney. Uh, it, it's been too long other than this, this Paris trip. But normally, I guess if I normal Lisa would go like three to four times a year for sure. <laughs> well, I love that pass that you were describing because that's that'd be what I was looking for because I, I want to go when it's less crowded exactly. and the uh, they're forcing you to go the best times and you get a good price. If I've never heard of that, um, that particular style of uh, discounted ticket here. In, oh, it's the best ticket. here in Southern yeah. California, because maybe they just get more. Like you can't you can't like fly into California to, to Los Angeles from anywhere else. And not just get an earful about the zoo, SeaWorld, Disneyland, 
you know, there's like three or four things that like everybody feels like they have to go to uh, when they're when they're in the area. Whereas you go to Florida, holy cow, there's like so much to do yeah. there that like, you know, Disney World has to, you know, I think remain more seriously competitive. Like mm-hmm. and also like here in L.A., uh, I, I'm not going to turn this into Doug's theme park corner, but here in L.A., <laughs> um, the uh, the Magic Mountain, the Six Pl- Flags, <laughs> Six Flags theme park, uh, they um, <laughs> <laughs> they're such pussies. No, they um, <clears throat> they are only open like you know they have really weird hours because uh, you know they just can't sustain it like like Disneyland here in LA you know they can op- be open 7 days a week and they're just busy every day cuz yeah. people you know cuz kids in buses go to Disney you know what i mean they 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 ship them there so yeah. um <laughs> yeah it's crazy they're always pretty busy but then like universal studios and magic mountain here uh you just go on the right day and time and Oh, yeah. they're, pre- they're pretty ghosty. They can be pretty. Oh, I love a ghosty theme park. <clears throat> but you know, yeah, you Universal's really down. fighting it. Universal's mm-hmm. fighting it with, uh, you know, the Harry Potter shit's very popular, and um, uh, even though it's much more expansive at the Florida one, I'm giving them too much. I'm giving the these big studios that the the strike is fighting against. I'm giving them too much, uh, too much airtime on this very popular podcast where we're going to talk to you lisa about your name but first <laughs> uh a few can we uh i'd like to do a few warm-up questions if you don't mind okay all right here we go um tattoos what's your what's your tattoo uh, status how tattooed ta- are you i am not tattooed at all um, wow I, I like tattoos on other people, but I I know me very well and how I tend to change my mind so often on things that I like and things, you know, looking back over my record of things that I thought were awesome and now I know they're definitely not. And like, I should probably not get a tattoo, but I do admire them (laughs) on other people. I, I see wonderful artwork all the time. I don't know that I'll, I, maybe, I don't think I'm ever going to get one. Maybe once I get, you know, right before, like a month before I die, I want the one month warning. I'm like, time to get tatted up. Let's, let's do all the things I've said I would never do. I'm going to do, I'm going to do crack. I'm going to do, <laughs> and I'm going to have an orgy. I'm just going to eat nothing but like mac and cheese. And I'm, yeah, tattoos. Boom. <laughs> uh, Doug, do you want to tell her how many tattoos you have? Well, I don't know the full number. I did just get a new one, so uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. plus one. <laughs> but it is funny, like talking about like you know the things that you know you thought were cool when you were younger. You know, it's it's better for a lot of people not to do it. I was talking to someone recently that was working on a full sleeve, and they were probably like twenty two. And they were telling me all about it, and I just it stressed me out because I wanted to say something, but I didn't. But in my head, I'm like, "You're probably not going to like what you're doing here, like 20 years from now." And it, you know, like that's full sleeve. That's that's so much real estate. What do you even do? That's a lot to cover up. Can you even cover Is that up what a the, sleeve? The, like, what the tattoo was? It was a tattoo of real estate. It's just like rows of homes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a map <laughs> on his arm, but yeah, uh, you're gonna regret I, the later. I, I probably should have said something, but I didn't. It's you know, my I have a lot of mistakes, but they're stupid and I don't care. Uh they don't take up a lot of room, so who cares? But this why do you gotta be responsible for that that person? Well, I don't, yeah. but I like the person, you know. <laughs> right, but then you're just like then what if they spend 20 years being mad at you because they never got that sleeve they wanted so bad? <laughs> True. <laughs> 20 years from now, I really wanted that. You talked me out of it. Uh, I was yeah. walking around with a freaking naked arm all these years. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I, I talked to the wrong guy. <laughs> I want a tattoo of another arm, another smaller arm on my arm. <laughs> I mean, just the number of tattoos that are hilarious when spoken, and then you know how often the, is the payoff really there? Like whenever yeah. somebody shows you their tattoo, like get ready to laugh. It's that the payoff's never there. What's the funniest <laughs> one you've ever seen, Doug? Ooh, funniest tattoo. <laughs> Probably a mistake. You know, something that was laughed yeah, yeah. At, not uh, yeah. You see a lot of those, but yeah, joke tattoos, most of, I, I, oh, I saw one recently where it was like grandpa from the Simpsons rattling off one of his old tales, but they had like every word from it, like down this scroll and it went down his entire arm. It was a lot of commitment, oh, but wow. very funny. <laughs> oh, it's such a big commitment. Yeah. Yeah, sure is. I think that <laughs> one would make me laugh though. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, um, what about, okay, so, you know, you, you, you had a very, uh, in line with everybody we talked to who doesn't have tattoos, including myself, you're very, uh, in lockstep with, uh, everybody uh, in terms of like, uh, like them, but it's just not for you and also the permanence. So, uh, in the world of names and permanence, have you ever been in a position to name, uh, uh, a pet? Oh, yes. So many pets have been oh. named. I, I I don't want to tell you my first pet because that's a security question out there. You know, maybe is that <laughs> what this podcast is? You're searching for. Oh, my God. I never even thought about it like that. But just the way I'm so <laughs> insistent about these weird details that <laughs> it very much could be like. a. <laughs> what is your mother's maiden name? That was since we're talking yeah. about names. It's funny because um, you can't also just give it a fake name because then that's that's avoiding the point of the question. You know, what name yeah. did you give? Did you give an animal? <laughs> That you know, because then that animal gets stuck with that name. So, could you give us an example that you'd never use as a security question? Oh gosh, wait! An example of a security question that I'd never use? No, a name, an animal you've named where it's never going to be like the security. Oh, never oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, that's what I I've named so many pets, and and but one of the, the great ones that i really really i still love the name she came with the name so i had a chihuahua named buddy may buddy rest in peace and he got his name because my dog previously had a name that i would i would still just like call him buddy as like you know he's my buddy and then i thought if i ever have another dog I'm just going to name it Buddy, cut out the middleman, right? So I had Buddy the Chihuahua, and I thought if I got a girl Chihuahua, I would name her Holly, have Buddy Holly. It's just cute, right? <laughs> so 
I I adopted <laughs> a female chihuahua with the full name of re full intention of renaming her. I'm gonna I'm gonna hide her name for a second. Okay, so uh, I gotta tell you a couple things about this chihuahua. Okay, she was old and she was sick. And she was at this shelter and they were ready to euthanize her because she was also aggressive. Okay. Old, sick, aggressive. No one wants this dog, right? Uh, she's a black chihuahua and her name that they had at the shelter, they called her fruit bat because she looks oh, no. <laughs> like a fruit bat. <laughs> I thought there's no way anyone's adopting her because they didn't even give her like a proper noun for a name. They just called her a um, fruit bat. Excuse me, you've left me looking in the fruit bat section. I'd like an, a dog, please. <laughs> she looked like a fruit bat. Wow. So I, so I fully intended on changing her name to Holly, but guess what? Fruit bat stuff. Is it actually, I was like, that's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, oh and people God. are like, what? Her name is fruit bat? I'm like, hell yeah, her name's fruit bat. <laughs> it just seems like it just seems mean but i guess if you say it in in, in nice tones in loving tones the I dog know. doesn't know that it's negative uh i know that's what happened <laughs> it became awesome and she was and i i can't believe i adopted her based on all the information they gave me but i was going through a period of time where i i felt unwanted it like you know, I was feeling that way. And I thought this animal is unwanted and they're going to euthanize her. She was on the chopping block. No one's going to adopt her. I go, you know Aww. what? I'm going to, I'm going to get her sold anyway. How long is she going to live? Right. So I went and got her. And I remember my daughter was little when I got her, but I, I pick her up and she's in my lap driving home with her and she's just wheezing and there was, there was like chunks of fur falling off of her. Like she was like, I'm like, is she going to survive through the night? Like <laughs> she was like growling. Like she could barely see. She couldn't blink. She had an eye infection. So her eyes were just like bugged out. And my daughter, when I pulled up, my daughter's with uh, my, my parents being babysat while I picked her up. We pull up within the car. My daughter comes running out of the house. I open the car door and she sees this pile of wheezing dog and she goes she's beautiful like, <laughs> crying. and that, and Ruba became a great dog actually and she lived two nice long years and she was a great pet so there's fruit bat it's a long story to get to her name yeah <laughs> sounds like fruit bat hung out with some real a-holes and just needed uh, you know love like that uh yeah. to, you know turn things around exactly fruity just, little fruity and i think you can teach uh, you know some dogs i guess don't give a shit about tricks for treats or whatever but i i think uh old dogs can be uh, oh yeah the new theory i have that old dogs can be taught new tricks oh totally i taught her a lot of tricks she was a great pet all right well Congratulations. You uh, avoided giving us any uh, security words. At least these don't match any <laughs> the ones I already had from the, uh, from the internet. Um, do you do on your social media or just anywhere in your life, do you have fun with uh, your name uh, every October, you know, change it to something, you know, some sort of pun 
I only on Zoom, only on Zoom, which you can see, but of course your listeners can't. But yeah, all that I do is on Zoom, I change my name to Lisa. Ah, just add some H's on the A, like, ah. <laughs> That's as spooky as I get with my name. Um, I don't know if you if you have any other ideas, I'm open to them. But uh, I, I definitely don't change it on social media. I, I would be afraid I'd forget how I did it and not be able to change it back. That's exactly where I'm at. It's like a fucking tattoo, pretty much. You know, like I just can't, I can't, I can't make the leap because uh, what? Because there was a time, you know, when when it was uh, becoming X and everything, where. Uh, that was the thing is if you change your name, you couldn't change it back. You couldn't change it again. And because oh, uh, yeah. I used to put my tour dates in there sometimes. And, and in October, mm-hmm. I'd change it to like my first name to bug or something like that. But um, yeah, it's uh, now I just don't. I'm the same way. I'm just kind of like, well, it's fun to change your name for Halloween. But uh, how fun is it going to be if it, if it's, it, you know, if it sticks? It's stuck. Yeah. <laughs> And then, you, you know, you've got some kind of spooky, your spooky Doug, and it's, you know, January. You're still spooky Doug. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty bleak month if you look at it. Like, it's kind of more more Halloween-y than, than October. Mm-hmm. You know? That is you know, true, I guess. Because the trees are just dead. <laughs> true. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. <laughs> no more holidays. <laughs> Uh, all right. And what about, okay, so um, how much do you talk about your daughter when you're, you know, doing comedy or being interviewed and stuff? You know, just about what I already have. I, I'm trying to, like, hide her from the world, but I, I don't do too many jokes about her. I think early on I had, like, a little story about her on a huge reaction to it was like one of those a jokes like you knew get a big laugh with any crowd and my daughter told me she asked me to stop doing it which i thought was really like oh honey i didn't even ask if i could talk about you i didn't even think about that and it turns out like she would get kind of like embarrassed if i ever talked about her so i just then just stopped writing jokes about her altogether so Yeah, I, I don't do too much with my daughter uh, uh, in my own content, I guess. Other than saying, yeah, I'm I'm a mom. I have a, a daughter, and that's, that's about it. Yeah, Doug's over there saying, oh, I, now I've got another reason to not have kids. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're, they're good for material, but they're, they're not going to want to be in the act, and screw that. Forget what a yeah. point. <laughs> yeah, point. No, no point in that. Um, all right. Well, uh, the only other thing, because I was, you know, if somebody wanted to talk about it, we get into like, you know, how you came up with your, your kid's name, but I don't, you know. Oh yeah. It's not worth digging into. Well, without digging very far. So my grandmother's name was Josephine. My, my Italian grandmother is very close to, um, and spent a lot of time with her when I was little. She kind of, I would stay with her when my parents would work, you know, and so I spent a lot of time with her. So I named her after that grandmother, which is uh, Josie. I call her Josie. What was her maiden name? I'm kidding. (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, so what about, um, 
objects? Are you a person that do you own a boat or do you have a car that you gave a, a name or are you just not that uh, kind of person? Yeah, I'm not I'm not really an object namer too much. Um I I I tried to give my car a name but it didn't really stick. I I don't call my car that name, but I I tried to name it's a black car and I'm like, "Yo, Black Beauty." And I I don't say, "Hey, Black Beauty." I don't, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, "What why did I give you a name? I love you either way, car." I don't know. We don't have to name. I'm actually trying to write a bit right now. I, I kind of playing around with this on state. Let, let's workshop this, guys. But I, hey. I you know, uh, we name hurricanes <laughs> here in Florida. And, yeah. and so I, I kind of talk about that a little bit on stage. But the the part that I, I've mentioned a couple of times and haven't gotten it to work. So I noticed that we name things that we we want to humanize them we make them more important like like the reason we name hurricanes is so people take them seriously and evacuate if you have to evacuate and i'm like why don't we we should have named like the pandemic we should have given it a name you know like give it a human name maybe next pandemic or like climate change if we named you know if we just referred to it as frank you know melting <laughs> icebergs you maybe people would take it seriously I, I, it's more of like an interesting concept than it, it maybe it'll be a bit <laughs> one day, but I, but I do think about these things, guys, like naming inanimate things, you know? Yeah. But I loved yeah. Herbie. Herbie came to life. Well, that's the thing is I think that that's, it's only people tend to name things like in movies and stuff, like when it is like, a, you know, when special effects are going to actually bring it to life. And it's going to, you know what I mean? There's never like an inanimate object that has a cutesy name in a movie. And then it just stays an inanimate object the whole time. Like it always has some sort of life to it. I think I could be wrong. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> what do they call that little rug in Aladdin? The, 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 the flying carpet. Does he just call them ruggy, ruggy or something ruggy. like that? <laughs> Tassels. Tassily. They call them tassily. I like the way he like uses tassels to communicate like their hands. But um, any, <laughs> anyway, anyway, David, David Tasselhoff. Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> You're brilliant. That's the thing is, uh, I think a lot of people when they do name a car, it's like either a name like a braggy name or a jokey name, but. There also has to be other people involved. You know what I mean? If you're not seeing yeah. people around your car that much, but like your black beauty thing, you know, that could have maybe caught on if, um, yeah. you know, if you had, if you had people running funnier. to get in, you know, I call shotgun an old black beauty, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, could start That's to happen. The thing is, to me, it's gotta be like a, maybe an old car that, that gets in it. Like I, when we were kids, my my dad had a van that was really rusty and there was one rust hole that was so big. You could just, your fist or you just fist this van and we did call it rusty but like that was its name we named the van rusty uh, so that was yeah. kind of cute you know it's kind of that's what the name's got to be black beauty that was dumb what was i thinking i need a new name for my car everybody <laughs> <laughs> message me picture some names uh you know because uh that could be fun um all right. I just want to say one more thing. We got to take a commercial break. I want to say one more thing before we go to break is people something to chew on. 
Mm. And that is today is uh is Mean Girls Day. Um really? yeah, <laughs> October 3rd is the date they mention in uh in the movie Mean uh. Girls. And oh. so so it's sort of become Mean Girls Day and uh but you know, much like uh how Fetch isn't catching on for that for the, that one character in the movie um Mean Girls Day, I don't think I don't think people really acknowledge it much but if you know if you do want to acknowledge it you've got uh 363 days to get it together because this episode that we're taping right now isn't going to come out on mean girls day it's going to come out two days later oh, <laughs> oh no <laughs> i should have started with two days ago was mean girls day <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're taping early this week because uh, I forget why, but it's it's ske- scheduling on somebody's part, uh, probably mm-hmm. mine. Yeah, it's probably me. I think it's all me. So, <laughs> Lisa, we're going to talk about you and your name uh, right after these messages. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We are back. We're here with Lisa Correo. She doesn't even say it right, so don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Um, let me try it once, though. Correo. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah, good. It, was, yeah. it was a good yeah. try because you yeah, rolled, it wasn't you perfect. rolled the R's. Yeah, but, but in Italy, I'll, I'll tell you, they lose the ao part. They go crow like that. Try it again. Oh right, like a like a, a tiger or something. Yeah, yeah. Say it like a tiger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Crow. Yes. Crow. Yes. Crow. <laughs> we are here. We are here with Lisa Crow. And um, what was it like? How do you feel about the name Lisa? Let's just start there. What was it like growing up Lisa? I love being a Lisa. I so and I should say I have a middle name which is Marie. And so hey, I'm hey, Lisa. Hey, slow down, slow down. <laughs> so it every, I say this for a reason. It does. Okay. You do have to say it. You do. You're right. Yeah, because so I was born in 1975. I don't mind giving away my age at all. Okay, so 1975, you think about this this time period, okay? Elvis, he's got a little daughter. My dad, if you look at pictures of my dad in the 70s, he's got cork chop sideburns. So what, you know, hey, he's got a daughter. It's gotta be same as Elvis's. Lisa Marie is born. 
So there you go. I don't mind being a Lisa. Um, my parents would call me Lisa Magisa growing up, which I really thought was cute. Whoa, never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they have fun with it. Yeah, um, Lisa Magisa. How young did that start? Um, as early as I can remember on that one. My brothers maybe didn't so much have a nice nickname for me. Um, they would not call me Lisa McGisa. <laughs> my, my two brothers would call me Leech. So that was the nickname they gave me. It sounded like you got like we cut the audio when you said it, like we were trying to bleep out a terrible word, but could oh. you say it again? Leech. Like leech. Blood sucking okay. leech. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, because that's already uh, interesting that because of the Marie part, uh, the the Lisa had, had, you know, wasn't short for anything. It's just Lisa. Like, uh, you know, the, there's a lot of Lisas out there that are uh, Elizabeths or, you know, a Lisa and that kind of thing shortened down. Um, so in line with your parents and the Lisa McGisa thing, uh, do uh, is it bother you when somebody you barely know thinks that you're like sitting around Central Perk on Friends and she calls you Lise? Oh, I don't mind Lise. I think that's cute when <laughs> someone like goes. I, I like that some people like to go for like a quick little, like they're going to say my name so much they got to have a quick abbreviation. I like that they, where their, their mind is going. So when I hear Lise, I'm like, hey, yeah, I see you. That's nice. I can go for Lise. That's an excellent point that when someone gives you a quick nickname, they're probably going to at least remember that and probably even your actual name because they've already, you know, dealt with it in such a specific way. Uh, you know, I, I, I never have been a fan of it, but now I'm thinking it's, a, it's kind of a, it's yeah, kind of a yeah. way of them saying, I'm going to remember you. I am going to be saying this more. So I might as well already, uh, yeah. Say it my way. You know, and I notice that Italians do it a lot with each other. And if they like you, they'll give you a little cute nickname. Maybe if they don't like you too. But, but you know, I it's definitely something my dad calls me Lise all the time. You know, so when I guess when someone says it, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cute. Go for it. Why not? I just figured out, though, it's got to be based off of your actual name. Because like on The Office, when Andy Bernard keeps, when he starts calling Jim, big tuna it's based on nothing but his own just weird words that he decided <laughs> to designate you know instead of jimbo or you know something along those lines um all right so we usually don't get to somebody's middle name so quickly that was such a oh. exciting exciting turn let's let's talk about just lisa <laughs> because the Marie part only comes out when you share it with people or they see your, you your share driver's license. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So mostly just people like, like myself have just known you as, as Lisa, you know, did, has anybody ever latched onto that though? And, and actually just referred to you as Lisa Marie uh, just casually or. Nope. Nope. That's no one good. has ever casually called me Lisa Marie. And it was never something that my parents used when I was in trouble. I know a lot of, people say that their parents would use their full name when they were in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I never, never had that. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I have some friends who call me. I, it just dawned on me with the lease. I have a, just a couple of friends who call me lease the peace. 
<laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's totally is like a compliment. Hey, she's a piece. They call me yeah, the piece. what are they, your friends from the 50s? <laughs> How old are they? they are. They really are. <laughs> I love people who act like old people. It's great. And I love actual old people. But yeah, least the piece. Hey. But I like it too because I, I really like this uh this old lady called Peace Pilgrim. Um, she's like this old lady who just she she gave up all of her personal belongings and like walked all over America like Forrest Gump but not running walking just spreading the word of peace and her name was Peace Pilgrim so they called her Peace for short so I kind of like think of Peace Pilgrim like hey at least the peace like like world peace but they're saying like hey you're a piece of ass <laughs> I I took <laughs> it as world peace. I like the positive spin, oh thank but you wow. yeah 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 no, I was thinking that too Take it as you will. for sure. Um, so any um, like any leases that you uh, you know looked up to because it's a I wouldn't say it's extremely common, but there's I, I could think of a handful. of uh, celebrities named Lisa just you know off the top of my head Help me. okay Who who else? And I'll tell you if the, if I look up to them or not. Let's see. Lisa Kudrow Oh yeah, she seems great. yeah right I mean that's the thing I'm gonna you're gonna find out about these Lisas is they Lisa's just I, I feel like tend to be like uh unassuming is that fair to say Yeah, yeah. you know just sort of chill uh Lisa Bonet Oh, Yeah. yeah. Cool. I don't know if any of these are Elizabeths. They're definitely not Lisa Marie's. I could tell you that. Um, Yeah. we had a, a friend, a comedian on the show. We didn't even talk about her name, Lisa, because we talked about sh she works with dogs. So we talked about dogs the whole time. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, there's a few subjects. If I if they come up around me, uh, unfortunately, I dwell on them, uh, especially if the guest is interested in it. And Yeah. uh, she she loves dogs. Her name's Theme Lisa parks. Del Lisa Delarios is her name. Hey, Uh, she's shout a nice out Lisa Lisa. Delarios. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, Um, I don't know her, but she seems great. no, she's awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, Lisa, Lisa, and Colt Jam. Remember them? Ooh, yeah. Anytime I think there's. I'm around another Lisa, I'm like, hey, you know, when there's two Lisas in the room, everyone else automatically becomes a cult jam. So there's, <laughs> there's a. Uh... Uh, high rate of uh, run-ins with other Lisas? there's there's Really? not a lot out there it's it's becoming an old name you know like i said i was born in the 70s and now you know i i don't meet a lot of lisas so i i think this is going to be the next like myrtle or mabel you know Um, anybody ever pull this one on you? You like posing for a picture and you're not smiling and they say, come on, uh, give us a smile, Mona Lisa. <laughs> they have I have heard that actually. <laughs> That's right, the Mona Lisa. I saw the Mona Lisa recently on my my trip there to to the Louvre. Somebody, somebody should make a, a book called uh, Dad Jokes <laughs> for Every Name. So whatever name it yeah. is, you're ready to go with some terrible... Um, and then, well, here's one that I'm like excited about because she's going to be a guest on the show on this same show soon. Uh, it's, I don't know why we're getting so many Lisa's, but, uh, her name is Lisa Loeb. Yeah. Oh, look at that. See, you, Who is, uh, there are a lot of Lisas out there, unassuming, who is, like you said. yeah.
exactly. But she's been, uh, she's been one of those people that, uh, you know, she's got the same thing, John Stamos and, um, who else they say it about? Oh, um, Paul Rudd, the, uh, you know, the not aging thing. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. She yeah. like looked at her face in the, she looked at her face in the mirror and said, stay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So we're really cooking here because, um, yeah, because we've already covered the, the middle name situation. That makes your initials LMC. Yes. Sounds like maybe like a some sort of like a, a car, a car brand or something. Oh, I drive yeah, an LMC. Or a DJ. I could be a DJ. You see that uh, Black Beauty over there? That's an LMC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's do this last name. Let's uh, let's get into it further. We talked about it a little bit at the beginning, but. Um, just what kind of comedy of errors has it been with spelling, pronunciation? Oh, uh, yeah. All, of, all of that. Yeah, no one can ever. People want to give it extra syllables because you see the double R and there's two O's in it. So people just want to put more into it. So a common mispronunciation is Carrero. Um, I guess that's the same amount of syllables, though. I did, now I'm saying that out loud. Carrero, Correo. Yeah. <laughs> but they they want to just give it more than it needs. And, uh, like, I'll get Corrado, Crayola. You know, they just, like, just start shooting out sounds that, you know, they see some letters and jumble them up. And as, and I'm, I don't care. I, I'm like, when, you know, we get introduced on stage, so people have to say our names publicly a lot. So... I know that the MC will ask, I'll tell them, and I'm like, don't worry about it. People aren't remembering it in that <laughs> moment anyway. You know, there's going to be one guy with that great memory, right? That's going to be like, but I thought your name was Corrado. I'm like, no. Yeah, that, that stuff doesn't matter to me. You can say it wrong. Um, but yeah, it's a, that's the common. <laughs> well, I don't remember what the first, what the question was. going. That's through. all right. I've Doug Mellard, I was just sitting there thinking about Doug Mellard and how his last name is Mellard because, uh, you know, that's he the hosts are always going to get it wrong. And you can't be like, even when they say Benson wrong, even when they get something wrong about my intro, it's like, you know, it's just such a terrible impulse to uh, the first thing you say is correcting the host about something because nobody no. cares. But then, but then you're the jerk. So you can't yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. But, it's hard not to seem like you're shitting on somebody for, you know, and, and I, I remember it happening so much to me. Like, you, you know, uh, when I start off hosting shows, like there are just headliners out there that were just like, you know, they're just terrible to you if you would do something as mm -hmm. awful as screw up their uh, their intro or whatever, you know. But there's people that know the difference. Between, I hope there's people that know the difference between an honest mistake and when someone's not trying. Because that's what I find a lot of uh, in the comedy world these days is nobody wants mm -hmm. to be the host, really, of a stand-up show. It's kind of like the job they throw to people that are the newest in the game. So they're terrible at intros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that is really true. It's kind of becoming a lost art for sure. Well, yeah, they're, they're, they're so focused on, you know, they're nervous about their new material being new to comedy. They're so focused on their set. They're not going to, yeah. the last thing they care about is, 
delivering a name when it's actually pretty important. But yeah, I, I did yeah. a show once where I was headlining and they just, the guy bombed in front of me. It was awful. And then gave me fake credits and then just brought me up by like some completely different, like Frank Willis. or I was just like, <laughs> what the hell was any of that? And then on top of that, I had told them, I don't want any alcohol. Like it was a very drink heavy club. I was like, I don't want any like shots or anything. I'm not doing that. And I was like, if you do, if you really feel like you got to do it, give me a fake shot. They brought me a real shot. And then everybody was like, drink, drink, drink. And, oh, man. Uh, it was a rough, rough, rough night. Jeez, yeah, this, uh, that's it, terrible. It, it used to be much worse. Uh, you know, it's getting better all the time in terms of that, just because there's just more people coming out to comedy that aren't there just to get shit faced. But it's still uh, it's still amazing how how a crowd will rally around the idea of, you know, like if you're in the middle of your set, like especially if you're in the middle of a bit, there's no recovering that bit if you don't do that shot. Right. You can't just go yeah. back to talking about what you're talking about. Because it, whether it's a real or imagined, that audience is just sitting there going, he just set that shot down. He's not going to do it. Like, that's what they're thinking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy. But I used to do the fake shot thing all the time because I just, I just tell the club, listen, I can't. You know, I didn't want to say don't send me up shots because it's like helping them, the club to make money. Sure, yeah. The more everybody drinks, the more that, you know, more cl the club makes. And so it's, you know, I got really caught up in like it was fun to do shots on stage because it did seem to like sell more alcohol. Yeah. But, mm, but totally. No, I don't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want I, I can't I can't hold my liquor. Safe. So it's yeah, yeah, I can't handle I can't be a good comedian anymore if I do a even a shot. I just start right. slurring gets bad real <laughs> real fast and so i've i've just learned after, one time i did it i was like i will never do that again i thought this is fun look at it. the audience loves me and <laughs> I, I don't know how many it was but i drunk after one so yeah. i have a couple and i was like i can't make words right now so why did i listen to people yeah, I, you know yeah, i can hold my liquor but the older i get the more horrible the reaction to a, an actual shot like it just makes me want to throw up a shot like i can yeah. do a drink but a shot I, I can feel it coming up my throat i'm like i don't Ugh. nobody wants to see that i don't want to have to fight that during a show it's awful. <laughs> not nobody i wouldn't i wouldn't say nobody wants to see what it. if that just became my gimmick like doug the vomiting comedian <laughs> right some people have a catchphrase you just yeah. vomit after every punchline just take a shot, a and then I vomit. Die. Take a shot, vomit. <laughs> I love it. You know, people. Some acts need structure. Um, <laughs> and goal. It's got to be goal oriented. Um, I, I've been enjoying. You know that uh, it feels like there's going to be a renaissance of. Uh, you know, people uh, like clubs where weed is allowed, but you wouldn't perform in that environment, would you, Lisa? In a weed club? Well, I've worked. Yeah, it was outside. <laughs> it was outside. You would, but I mean, but you know what I mean. Like, you would. Would you perform somewhere where, like, the whole audience is smoking and the room's full of smoke? Or do you feel like that would also throw you off? 
Oh, I I have, and it does for sure. <laughs> I I definitely get a contact high so easily, um, and I've been, you know, I've done shows that took place inside of dispensaries, and everyone's oh, wow. getting high, and I, I I don't know if I got funnier, but everyone was laughing. I don't know if they were just high, <laughs> and I was also high you know from the contact high and but yeah I, I i think i divulge more on stage so i think it's actually good because i get more vulnerable and i'm like i just start sharing whatever weirdness is in my head so yeah i've done it i i would do it again and i support it uh no problem all right back to your name uh how often have you outside of your own family run run into anybody with your last name? Oh, quite a bit. Yeah, there's, really? there's more Correos out there than than you think, you know, with, uh, you know, uh, it started on Facebook where other Correos would start reaching out to me and then we would try to figure out if we were related. And um, I, I became friends with someone named Joe Correo and we haven't been able to find how we're related or if we're related but we call each other cousins he's an animator and he's such a good animator joe correo he's a great artist and animator and and um you know we just we chit chat every now and again and kind of get caught up on things and we might talk about other correos um my my cousins in italy you know i don't know if they're actually my cousins i'm pretty sure they are but we we say that we, we are <laughs> um you know and i get along with all of them and every time i've been we we have a good time hanging out but but my my name correo comes from sicily um especially the palermo area of sicily there's a lot of Correos from there and it seems to be where we trace it all back and so, yeah, I, I meet more than you think. I think that Joe Correo, the animator, was probably, you know, the coolest one. But they're out there. Oh, and I think that the head of Comedy Central, when I started comedy, was a Correo, I believe. Yeah, and I think she was, I think she went with the owl on the end. So that's part oh. of what has always led to my confusion is I knew her before I knew you. And I think yeah. she's Correo or Correo. Yeah, I'm not Corral, sure. Corral. Corral. She goes with the real pronunciation. Lauren. Was it Lauren Corral? Is that yes, it? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. She was like the head or head of MTV or comedy. She was way up there. Way yeah. up there. Yeah. Oh, man. Too bad there's no nepotism. I, I didn't see a piece of that. <laughs> I don't know who's in charge now. Who's, yeah. who's Mr. <laughs> or Mrs. Comedy Central nowadays? <laughs> no wonder you're trying to reach out to all the other Correos right. just to find somebody that you know you could demo <laughs> off of. Find some perks. <laughs> um, well, here's the most important question that we ask all of our guests. We're almost out of time, but we're going to squeeze it in because okay. it's so important. How about uh, Doug's? Have you had uh, many uh, Doug's in your life? No, I I haven't. Doug's. Um, <laughs> I followed Doug the Pug. Well, <laughs> one of the best Dugs. What we'd get yeah. him as a guest if it made any sense. Oh, if you could get <laughs> Doug the Pug, <laughs> that would be amazing. Doug the Pug is so famous. Um, no, uh, Doug Benson, that's you. Uh, Doug Mellard, that's you. 
wait, did I say your name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got That's it. That's the first time I've ever said it. It was right now. So I, I got self-conscious halfway through. I got yeah. self-conscious <laughs> when I got to right there. I was like, uh oh. Um, great. Uh, so you yeah, no, it. yeah, I landed it. Thank God. You're it. You guys are it. And Doug the Pug. I don't know any other Dougs. Wow. Wait, no, that's not true. I know Doug Stanhope. <laughs> yes. I know Doug yeah. Stanhope. I know Doug Smith. Yep. Those oh, comedian yeah. ones are pretty obvious, but like outside of the world of comedy, because that's why the, you know those yeah. people. You don't, you don't know them because they're named Doug. <laughs> um, <laughs> true. So, yeah. So outside of comedy, you just really haven't uh, gravitated yeah. to nope. Doug's. Nope. I would nor, not nor know. Had I you. not started comedy, I would not know people. Period. <laughs> yeah, I put all people in that category. It is wild how, like, uh, especially in the earlier days of stand-up comedy, you really are, like, just, it's, uh, you know, you're just trying to, uh, you know, get a career going. So you spend so much time around stand-up comedy that that really is all the people you know are also yeah. also involved in it in some way um lisa you've been a terrific guest this hour flew by do you have anything that you would like to plug yes i have a new youtube channel so i love to cook and uh -huh. so i started making funny cooking videos and i call it lisa loves food on youtube and i need subscribers to that so check check those out everybody lisa loves food i love it yay <laughs> <laughs> i love that you're loving food on the on the youtube uh so yeah everybody check that out and then based off of our conversation see if you can figure out how to spell her name and find her on social media you don't really mess with the uh the, the now it's called x you don't fool around with that much um yeah not really i i still i'll i'll post my when i have a new video i i put it on there but other than that it's kind of like tumbleweeds blowing by every time you go over there you know <laughs> yeah no it gets worse it gets worse every day but uh I, i'm hanging in there i, I, I want to oh cool you know I want to either watch it all burn down or, or get revitalized somehow or whatever's going to yeah. happen. Um, but I'm also like trying to, you know, uh, fortify my Instagram and I'm even thinking about waiting into TikTok just to have uh, other places for my mm -hmm. uh, content, uh, you know, content. Yikes. Okay. So uh, <laughs> Doug, what do you want to promote? <laughs> I too have content. Yeah. Uh, I will be uh, this weekend, I guess, because of when we record this a few days after Mean Girls Day, or when we release it, it uh, we'll say October 6th and 7th, Vermont Comedy Club opening for Dan Cummins. And then I will oh. be with you at Cap City here in Austin, oh. Texas, which will be super fun. Can't wait for that. And I'll be back at Cap City headlining the Red Room November 2nd. How about you? Uh, That's a uh, cool that's a full ass schedule of content. <laughs> yeah. He's taking his content to uh, content clubs. And I've heard that the audiences are very content when they see it. I Ooh, nice. have all of my dates and deets at douglovesmovies.com. Um, most importantly, I'd say at this point is, uh, oh, October 17th, uh, Doug Loves Movies is going to be uh we're going to start taping episodes the, at the uh 
improv lab, the lab at the improv uh, on Melrose Avenue, the world famous Melrose improv. Uh, so uh, come out to that on October 17th, if you're in the LA area and um, yeah, thanks again to Lisa Correo. And um, I think I know your title you. this time. You do? Oh, we, I, I thought of one too. Let, can we compare? Okay. <laughs> Maybe we have the same. Maybe we thought the same thing. I go first. <laughs> go you go first. I'll go. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah. Okay. I was thinking, Doug, Doug, and the Lisa Jam. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Lisa, uh, Lisa, Lisa, and the Doug Jam. So very close. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Jam is disgusting, but I like it. Lisa, Lisa, and you know, ampersand. If we could do that. Doug Jam. Okay. Sold. Thank you, Lisa. Talk to you thank next you. time, Doug. Yeah, As always, Lisa, Lisa, and Doug Jam. Got it. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.